yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranelagh, cold butt of a gun put into the back of your skull. That's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm not here to hurt you. A brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time imon irok the yen of chacht erachor. Agus suligam a makan sha gurfeder erachor inuik kiart len of winter fein. Skilti fis turmi. Tashe dochrecha nach vetoch ara igornamyan on kestchen ekol. Vien talam aginam griv arkar nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. This is an Irish independent podcast. Hello and you're welcome to The Big Tech Show with me, Adrian Weckler, in association with Square. Square can help with your business needs from online ordering and menu management to payments. Visit square.com for more. Now, do you own a dodgy box? If so, have you been hearing about a crackdown that's going on at the moment with against people with dodgy boxes? And if so, are you worried that a guard might call up to your door? Moreover, do you feel any guilt about using a dodgy box at all? Well, Quiva Gordon, a business journalist with the Irish Independent, is joining me today. We're going to chat about this. Quiva, do you have a dodgy box? I personally don't have a dodgy box, and, and that's the truth. But uh, I do know a lot of other people that have like, dodgy boxes on the go. And in fact, a lot of them have gotten into them more recently than you would expect, like in recent months. Or you yeah. hear a lot of stories of people maybe that have had them for years in their family and they've introduced the grandparents to them. So really expanding the reach of the dodgy box. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because even the definition of a dodgy box has kind of changed. It used to be that it was just an Android box that you bought on you know, Alibaba or Amazon and then loaded up the software and bought the codes or knew a fella down the pub who would sell you a code for a tenner a month to get you, you know, 4,000 stations, all of your sport and all your moves. Now people are using things like Fire Sticks from Amazon and they're using all sorts uh, all sorts of stuff but I suppose I wonder how common it is because the figures say that it's about 200,000 of us in Ireland use a, a dodgy box based on your anecdotal uh, evidence there from you and your friend group that seems about right. Do, do, do quite a few people, you know, use them? Yeah, I think it would be rare for someone in Ireland not to know someone who has yeah. one at this point. And I think as well, it's like what you were saying, it's gotten a lot more updated. So people now, instead of having to ring some sport line, they can WhatsApp the person, say, I have an issue with the dodgy box, and they can reach them by WhatsApp. So really, it's, it's upgraded with the times. Mm. I wonder, do people worry that a guard is going to turn up at their door? Because... They are actually illegal. There is this perception that, no, 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 it's not illegal to use one of these things. They're legal Android boxes. It's only, you know, Mr. Big who's 
creating the streams and taking them from the Middle East or from the US and rebroadcasting them here, that that's illegal, but it's okay for me to use it. But they are actually illegal under the Copyright Act of, of 2000. You can actually, in theory, get up to five years in jail on indictment and a fine of up to 127,000 euro. But there's always the biggest question that I get when I'm covering this, I've been covering this for years, is, you know, is a guard going to turn up to my house? Uh, you know, how will they know um, that I'm using using one? Do you think that's a kind of a reasonable question? Yes, I think it is. And I feel like when people see headlines like dodgy box crackdown, they're wondering, oh, am I going to be tuned into my favorite sport or my show? And someone's going to come and say, is that dodgy box you're watching that on? But I think I, a lot of the confusion is around, is it illegal to use, which you clarified there, but as well about the illegal element of selling them. Mm, yeah. And that's where a lot of the detail is. And when it comes to enforcement, this is where the, the nub of it really is, because the organization that's leading this current crackdown and an early one, an earlier one this year, is actually a copyright organization that works with the guards. And there are some prosecutions in train at the moment. The guards told me that they have a couple of cases uh, uh, about to go through the courts. But it's a copyright organization and they mainly do go after the people selling the services or selling fully loaded, quote unquote, dodgy boxes uh, around. I'm actually not aware that there have been any prosecutions, certainly not in the last year or two, of people who actually use them. So if, you know, if any of your mates or any of my associates uh, are actually using it, it's kind of unlikely that they're going to get a guard calling round at the door at the door. But then that sort of brings it onto a different plane, which is, OK, even if a guard is not going to come around to my door, is there anything wrong with using a dodgy box, like morally or ethically? And I think when it gets into that territory, then I think, I don't know what you, you think, but from what I detect, most people don't really shed any tears for the copyright holders. No, I, I'd agree with you there. I think people would say, well, if it's already out there, it's been shown elsewhere. If it's already mm. been streamed online, sure, I'll log in if it's not able to be viewed here. A lot of other people might say, well, I was spending money on this streaming service or on this for years and years. So now I want to cut costs a bit and it's available. Why not? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's it's a funny one. It's a hard one to decide on morally in terms of what the right thing to do is here, because it is actually illegal. Uh, but then on the other hand, you will get people saying, well, you know, Sky charging me 90 euro or 100 euro a month to watch TV, uh, you know, sports. It's just it's a bunch of multimillionaires running around on the pitch. And, you know, I'm going to stick it to the man. I'm going to get a dodgy box and I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm, I'm. This is for the little guy. Now, of all the arguments to use a dodgy box, that to me seems kind of pathetic. I mean, look, if you see something that's cheap or off free, and you've decided that you're going to skirt the law by using it, okay, that's your decision. But kind of own it, you know, just admit it to yourself that that's what you're doing. Don't paint yourself as some sort of crusader, as some kind of social justice warrior who is you know, uh, battling the system by getting around uh, a copyright law. I'll tell you the most absurd case I ever heard of was an, a former uh, associate of mine, a uh, former journalist in, in a previous 
uh, role. Um, used to, you know, used to use dodgy boxes openly. Also used uh, piracy a lot online for music. And his argument was, I've given Rupert Murdoch enough money. I'm not paying him anymore for, you know, Sky Sports or whatever. That same guy would get very annoyed himself down the pub or when his mates used to say things to him like, um, news should be free. You know, we were entering an era of subscription newspapers and he got absolutely incensed. You don't understand the amount of work we have to put in. It's, it's intellectual property. This takes. But when it came to actually him accessing sport, uh, totally different story. Yes, you mentioned those kind of sticking it to the man reason maybe isn't good enough. But do you think that there's been an increase because of maybe cost of living? Like I mentioned mm. earlier, those kind of and how maybe there's so many streaming services now. It's impossible not to have more than a few because otherwise you won't even get to see everything that you like. Do you think that's a reasoning cutting costs and trying to get that content is another reason that people are pursuing it? I mean, you're kind of reaching, aren't you? If you're if you're saying that. And here's what I mean by that. OK, cost of living. What is cost of living? Food, shelter, fuel, education, health. I can think of seven or eight things that you could legitimately regard as cost of living. So if and if I went in and stole a loaf of bread from Aldi or Lidl or Tesco because I was hungry, my kids were hungry. That's one thing. That's you know, cost of living. We're talking about Chelsea versus Brighton in the EFL Cup here. We're talking about RuPaul down under. I mean, is that cost of living? I mean, it, it, you know, I, I get the whole point that TV and TV entertainment is a part of modern life. And I get that there are, you know, Netflix and Amazon Prime Video and Disney Plus and, you know, everything else, as well as Sky and Virgin Media and, and all the TV and all the sport. But I've yet to really be convinced by an argument that Paramount Plus is really an essential part of your daily you know, existence. Do you know what I mean? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, the entertainment's not ranking at the same level as the supermarket yeah. shop. Yeah. You know, I mean, now it is an argument because, and there is also an argument to say that there's only so far that content owners and studios and sports rights organizations like Premier League and Sky can push it before there will be some natural pushback from the market who, th there will be maybe a lot of people who are on the fringe who might think, you know what? I've heard of these dodgy boxes. My uncle uses one. It seems to be okay quality, but I it seems like a bit of hassle. And I'm kind of happy with just going the legitimate way and say paying 60 euro a month. If that 60 euro a month goes to say, you know, 90 euro or 110 euro a month, then I can see a whole cohort of people that say, you know what? I, you know, this is just too much. And I actually kind of can't afford it. I do want to keep watching this because I'm a Liverpool fan or Manchester United fan and this is part of my identity and that it's I think it's more nuanced like that a lot of people will enter into that frame of mind but at least they're being you know nuanced and they're acknowledging that it's a grey world they're not trying to say well on principle I'm going to use a dodgy box you know or I, I just don't care about anyone's rights that kind of bullshiness is weird. It's kind of like post facto rationalization, you know? It just seems a bit weird to me. Yeah, because even the fact that it's called a dodgy box, you're not going in with any illusions of what it is or what it isn't. So, yeah. But you mentioned the suppliers there. And do you ever think that the increase in the number of dodgy box enthusiasts in Ireland could drive any change in the market? Will we see any companies maybe say, okay, we'll bring the prices down a bit to get you back? Yeah, it's a good point. I'm not sure that 
there are any signs of that at the moment because I actually don't think it's reached the, the scale, even though there's so many people in Ireland using it. Ireland has the sixth highest use in Europe of dodgy boxes, um, you know, at least 200,000 of them here. When the rights are agreed with, say, the Premier League, for example, they tend to look at it on a multi-year basis. And I'm not aware that the use of piracy has come into play yet in terms of how much they're willing to bid. It may have now. I mean, there are rumors of Apple coming in maybe to bid for the Premier League, but it may be that Sky at the moment and all rights holders think, well, there is a level of piracy there that is now hitting our bottom line. And that means to try, we've tried to crack down. It hasn't worked. So we're going to try and lower the prices to see if that brings the cohort I spoke of earlier, who may go legal if it was just reasonable enough financially to do so, to bring them uh, back into the fold. So maybe that could work. Maybe that could happen. Um, But it's very, very hard to see anyone who's using a dodgy box now, uh, unless they feel that either there is going to be a genuine crackdown, that could be guards coming around to their house, or that they're going to be riddled with malware or scams. And that is an argument that the um, the uh, broadcasters sometimes put out. Um, it's kind of hard. Or, or they just their streams are disrupted completely, which is what the, uh, the, the actions at the moment are, are aimed at doing. It's hard to see any reduction, you know? I don't know. I'm not sure what, 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 what you're finding in your in your uh, associate group. I don't, yeah, I agree. I don't think there'll be a reduction anytime soon, but unless maybe it comes to a point where it is just more convenient to pay. Say, for example, maybe a comparison a few years ago was uh, pirating music, for example, and then Spotify was introduced. It just was so much easier than tracking down all the individual songs for a lot of people to just go for Spotify or a tenor a month or whatever. Obviously with some of those entertainment packages, it's a, the figures a lot higher, but yeah, I, at the moment, I don't, I don't see the number of people turning away from them at, at the present moment, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, it was quite ironic. You mentioned the term "dodgy box." I had a story last week about Amazon, which was buying AdWords on Google around the term "dodgy box." Now, they were trying to represent to me because I wrote a story saying Amazon is advertising for dodgy box as on its website and they were trying to come back to me and say we don't sell you know illegal streaming or dodgy boxes on our website and my point to them was maybe not but you're literally you literally bought the words dodgy and box on google to get people to your site you know i mean that the term dodgy box um it, it does does connotate something so I think that term, I think it's kind of entered the English language now, the, the, the phrase dodgy box. Uh, I think everyone knows what you mean when you say one. Um, it's just that I think the actual device itself has slightly changed. You can do it now on Amazon Fire Sticks. You can do it with Android boxes. There, there are other things. Um, there are other things that you can do. So um, anyway, that's that's the dodgy box world. I hope you're a little bit more. Do you feel chastened? Do you feel kind of any more... Would you be more or less likely now to get a dodgy box? Um, I don't think so. I not at the moment. Anyway. I'm content with. Mm. I've got my streaming service set up that I'm content with. But so for the moment, oh, no, yeah. I'm happy where I am. But I'm sure that there'll be more stories about them to come. 
Okay. Well, Quiva Gordon, a business journalist with the Irish Independent, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, thanks also to Conan Doherty on video, to Gavin Hennessy on sound, to Mary Carroll, who produced. And you have been watching uh, or listening to The Big Tech Show with me, Adrian Weckler, in association with Square. And we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranla, called butt of a gun and put into the back of your skull. That's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm Not Here to Hurt You, a brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now wherever you get your podcasts.